Welcome to Boy Meets Bravo, your new favorite weekly Bravo TV recap podcast with a twist. We're two Bravo-holics just trying to make it nice and show a formerly unwilling participant why Bravo TV is gone with the wind fabulous. I'm Bree. And I'm LP. And this is Boy Meets Bravo. Boy meets Bravo. Boy meets Bravo. Boy meets Bravo. Bree's birthday. Bree's birthday. Episode 73. All right. It's a celebration. It's a bad girl birthday. It's a birthday. It's my birthday. I was born in the 1900s, and yeah, yeah you're old. <laughs> we can just say that. Says all of us at the table who were born in the 1900s. Hey, chill. Mm-hmm. We popped a couple bottles. We popped a bottle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just one tonight. Just one. <laughs> just one tonight. Yeah, that and a Celsius. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I'm not drinking tonight. Got to stay alert. Stay I don't know what you ladies might pull this episode. Oh my goodness, there's a lot to pull. Hey, wow. that's what she said. Well. It- <laughs> <laughs> is it? No one enjoys a rub and tug, but anyways, more well, than me. Well, that's my around the room. Essentially, that it is my birthday. I had a really good day. Um, I had to work, but it was like very nice and chill. My husband got me breakfast and flowers this morning. Before Yay. we started potting, he had a masseuse come to the house. Oh, my God. Someone's winning at 36. Yes. Okay, relax with the age drop. Oh sorry, 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 um, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Delete. Rewind. Delete. Um, yeah, I got I had some, like, forced relaxation. It was really, really nice. Um, so thank you. Yeah. I have one more gift to give you. Ooh. You excited? I think so. Okay, I'm going to give it right here on air. Oh, my God. Okay. Live. On February 2nd. February 2nd. At 10 p.m. Oh. That's late. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No one said, no one mentioned that. Okay. If you want. Oh. If you want. (laughs) We're going to see James Kennedy. No. Yeah, here in Atlanta. You got tickets? I mean, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, they're only like 40 bucks. <laughs> so he just uh, wanted to make sure you oh. want to go. <gasps> okay. All right, let's go. So oh is he DJing? Yeah. Okay. Okay, this is way better than the concept. I thought we were sitting at like one of those variety shows, like Sonia oh, and top Pillows and Talk Coffee or whatever it was, Pillows and Beer. Uh, the concept of DJ James Kennedy that I am into. I'm yeah. see ya. I'll be back. I've just. I'll be back. I have had a trip and I'll be back. <laughs> see, I just have to plan the day out so I know I'm gonna have to get off work, take a nap between like four thirty and like seven thirty. What maybe. day is February second? It's a Friday. Oh, okay. Give that baby away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Might you know leave Ross out? Sure. Um, I'm gonna have to take a big nap because 10 p.m. Oh, oh, I know. You, saw, you saw my reaction. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be like we're in college again. Yeah. Oh, exciting. Thank you. That's fun. Happy birthday. Hey. Yay. Thank you. I have another around the room that is not birthday related, but um, over the past few nights, I have been, not few nights, but like maybe weeks, I have been working on something really exciting that is now in addition on our website. 
Oh, what are you talking about? Ladies and gentlemen, we are official. Yeah. If you go to boymeetsbravo.com, there will now be a shop tab and you can shop Boy Meets Bravo, y'all. What? What? <laughs> Tell us more, Brie. Oh my we gosh. have mugs. We have coasters. We have crop top tees. Everything that you need to rack up for next year's BravoCon and or just to find fellow Bravo fans at the, the store. The receipts. I'm sorry. I had to do it. <laughs> yeah. It's official. We have merch. We have merch. Go to the website. Yeah. BoyMeetsBravo.com. Click the shop uh, button at the top. Let come shop. Know. Yeah, come shop with us. Come shop with us. Yeah, let us know what you think. It's Merch exciting. is fire. You did a good job. Thank you. Thank you. What do you guys have going on besides showering me with love today? Well, I've been um, overcoming a battle with deafness for the last two weeks. I know. Last time we recorded, losing, you were, yeah, you were on a work trip, but still battling. I'm still deaf. <laughs> I'm still deaf, y'all. I I was informed that if I if the steroids that I'm on now don't work, then I basically have to get that tube surgery that they gave to give Oh my to- god. They give toddlers. And I have done like all the research I've done on the surgery basically references toddlers. So it's gonna be me hanging out with like three year olds in a surgery room while they cut open my eardrum mm. to I guess freed the fluid that has been stuck in my middle ear. You have to get tubes? <laughs> yeah. Like a baby? Like a baby. <laughs> like a fucking baby. <laughs> I know. When I was, re- like, I'm not kidding. When I was researching it, all the references were to children. Like, there were no adult references to this surgery. What happened? <clears throat> like, what do they think happened? I mean, I had, it was honestly a very mild cold. Like, the cold, I kind of felt like crap, but I didn't have a whole lot of symptoms. And then the next day, I just, like, couldn't hear out of my left ear. Felt like there was an ocean in there. And here we are. And here we are. The steroids are kind of working. They were like, maybe go ahead and call the ear nose and throw a doctor though. Wow. Wow. So And so trust me when I say that I am suffering with mild deafness, that everyone in my life is suffering. I was already <laughs> loud AF, and now it is just <laughs> on a level that is unbearable. Let me turn your mic down. Yeah, you should. <laughs> the other day, I was sitting in my office, and my left ear, my bad ear, and I looked at Megan and my roommate Megan, and I go, "What happens if I have to say for the rest of my life, sorry, you got to talk into my good ear? Like, what? It, what happens then if I become the old lady with the bad ear at thirty six? I mean, I guess that's when. I don't know. I won't put that in the atmosphere. It's going to self-heal. You'll be all right. I know. Healing vibes. Oh, my God. Healing vibes. But, yeah, she was knocking stuff over in the kitchen the other day, like, trying to get my attention. Wow. Deaf. Damn. Deaf on my left side. I'm actually, I was a little nervous, like, you know, don't rock, walk on the wrong street, you know? Well, shit. Um, I'm operating at half-mast. <clears throat> let me get your left air, uh, air pod. I'm missing one. Right? If this becomes a permanent problem, what do I need it for? Yeah. Damn. What's going on with you? So overcoming deafness, that's my week. Girl, nothing. Don't even come over here. Don't know. What? I have nothing. Nothing has happened to me all week. What do you mean? It's been boring. Nothing on my timeline. You have been um, starting a new fitness journey. Yeah, I've been on the Peloton. Fucking with my dude, Alex. Um... He only takes Alex's classes on Peloton for all of you who ride the bike. Why only Alex? He's black. Got to support. <laughs> <laughs> support. Yeah, he's a black guy. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, I'm not switching it up. Bree tries to offer different classes. He's the no only way. black guy. There's one other black guy. Wow. Yeah. My, a very limited representation on Peloton. There's black women. There's a handful of black women. Okay. Yeah. I mean, there's only like there's not like a wild amount of trainers. Trainers, but um, I think no, do no, no. You, there's another guy. Do you named work out Adrian. with the black women? Huh? No, he doesn't. No, no. Why don't you work out with black women? Um, he's the only black cycle yeah. uh, trainer. Let me correct. Yeah, yeah. Why? Do, but this question still stands. Why don't you work out with black women? I mean, what's the point of branching out when you got something good? You know, just mm. like my wife. Like, what's a, why would I want to cheat on her? You know, I have something perfect right here. Okay. okay. All right. I won't. I won't ever bring up the another. math is math ish, <laughs> but I'm not going to push on it. Reverse right. card. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Reverse that was card. Good. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> not going to push on that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I wish something exciting happened this week, but nothing on your timeline. Nothing. Um, somebody got arrested. Is anything happening with Drake? What's up in his world? Shit, I don't know. Nothing. No good music. Yeah. No, like uh, a hip hop crime drama happening this week. Thugs back in court, but hasn't been this week. Um, yeah. Like I said, some old black guy got arrested. Did you guys see that? Uh, oh, Peter Thomas. Yes, I saw that. Uh, oh, like Cynthia's yeah. ex? Okay. Yeah, he got what a he lot do? of things happened. He What'd had he a DUI. He didn't have like a license. He, a lot of things, something. I don't know all what's going once? on Peter. Yeah. All, oh. yeah, all at once. He got So he was drunk driving, got yeah. pulled over. He had lots of offenses and they pulled the man in on all of it. Essentially yeah. so. That's okay. the only thing that, you know. Sorry. Well, he was a deadbeat anyways. <laughs> what is he? <laughs> Come on. He didn't know the prize that he had in Cynthia. Are That's you kidding true. me? Yeah, okay. That's true. He did not know that prize that he had. And he was always scheming. There was always a scheme up with that one. Mm, stay scheming. Well, Scheming is good in certain ways. That's a hustle. I'm all for the hustle mentality. But it felt like there was more scheming than hustling kind of thing. Speaking of schemers, who be scheming? Real Housewives of Salt Lake City you reunion part all. two was on last night. What'd you, th- what'd you think? She was I knew say? she was going to go to gym. Oh, I was talking about Monica for schemer. Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah. Rat. <laughs> okay. Rat. Yeah. Um, you didn't watch it? I'm unfortunately on the Peacock train ever since my pass to Bravo Live got revoked. <laughs> so I'm a day behind and I have not watched Rahaslik yet. It honestly was like fine, you know, and I mentioned to you that it was like meh, and they're probably gonna circle back to reality Vontees on part three, which is how they hook us. Anytime they do a three parter, I'm very skeptical of the middle section. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was, eh. you know, they did bring Mary M. Cosby back. Finally, for, where for she part been? two. Yeah, uh, she that's a great too. question. Nothing. Huh? And remember, a few episodes ago, I think you, Desmond, brought up that her son posted all that stuff on yeah, Instagram. Yeah, they brought that up. Andy didn't even bring it up, and Good. that dropped a couple days before they filmed that reunion, and they did not bring it up. Ooh, rude. Really rude. I feel like. I feel like they used Mary like weekend at Bernie style. Like they propped her up in the corner <laughs> and they were like, America will be America will be entertained enough just by her mere body double of a presence. Oh, that's hilarious. Very and true. it's not. She, they were wrong. We don't we needed more out of her. We wanted we were glad to have Mary M. Cosby, but they gave us half mass. They gave us quarter mast Mary M. Cosby. Well, I hope she got paid for the way they used her. Um because this was the first season without Jen, if I'm not mistaken. 
So they had had yes, some. Yes, she's the first season since she's gone to prison. You hey, can say it. I mean, without sounds better. Win away, <laughs> whatever. You can um, jersey it if you want to. Yeah, yeah, without my girl. But they needed some type of stability. So they teased having Mary back, and then they shitted the bed. They did. I agree. I don't think that they really capitalized on... Miss Miriam Cosby in the way that now I granted they didn't give us a lot. She didn't give them a lot to work with, but she's sitting on the couch. She missed the last. Um, she <laughs> yeah. t- she just completely skipped the last reunion. We could have started there. We could have started with, hey, nice to have you back. So didn't you didn't do your job last time? No, he did. Did he? Okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. Good. As long as that was addressed from the get, I feel a little bit better about. He it. did. Yeah, but that was it. I mean. I don't know. I feel like they should have brought some like McDonald's. That might have caught her attention. It would have caught my attention if they gave me a McDouble. <laughs> Whoa. What's up with Larsa? Well, I don't know if you remember, but at the last Miami reunion, she said that she and Scottie Pippen used to have sex four times a night for years. Lies, but. Yeah, lies. Well, she said she and Marcus. Six. Five times a night. Every night? That's the... Or the maximum they've ever hit in their best night. They say five times a night. A night. Lies. I don't know. Unless you're made of prosthetic bits, both of you. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why she's like this. It's the Mm one-uppedness. She lives in a world of, I must one-up, I gotta be better. And, like, so when all the, when no one, when not a woman was listing the number of times that she was having (laughs) sex on the last reunion, she was like, I've done it four, four times, four times in a night. For 20 years. For 20 years, every night. And then on this one, she's like, well, just, just so you know, we do more. We do more. We do more. It is a very strange, weird flex, (laughs) right? It's a very uncomfortable, no one, no one asked for that flex. No one did. It's um, also the flex that like no one needs to give. There's tons of flexes you could put out there, <laughs> right? Like lots of flexes. That doesn't need to be a flex. Yeah. Do you think they're going to get married? No. I think that her money is probably far, far too tied up in alimony. That probably will let, let them live mm. a land of bliss and luxury for a while, but the moment she makes it official, I bet a lot of strings get cut and that she's not going to no. know. That's interesting. I think that financially it probably makes less sense for her to ever get married again than it does just to date somebody for the rest of her time. Mm-hmm. Until all her kids are grown and that money is dried up, you know, or she moves on to a bank account that is bigger. She makes a lot of money on OnlyFans. Mm, I keep forgetting. Keep forgetting to sign up. Yeah, but it <laughs> but but it really does make it sweeter when there is just a nameless paycheck that comes in the mail every month. That is true. That is damn true. Um, so I showed you we we all watched the Summer House and Pump Rules trailers that dropped this week. What did you think about either? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Summer House looks sort of good. With Carl breaking up with Lindsay on camera. Yeah, I kind of want to see that. I was so sad. Was it? I, it was feels it? well. It's sad because it. it I mean, him, was it? He brought the cameras there, not saying why, and then broke up with her on camera. Like she can say she was blindsided by the breakup. I think she was probably more blindsided by the fact that there were cameras there. That he did it in the way that he right. did it. That he 
didn't do it in private and then let whatever version that they wanted to play out on camera, he co- like creative directed a scene. Smart right. man. <clears throat> I respect it. So they started the trailer with that and then they back, back, backed it up to summer being fun-ish. And then he's sitting with his parents and his dad or stepdad. I can't remember who if, if that's his dad or not. Um, I think it's a stepdad. Said, I wouldn't marry you two and I marry people. That says a lot. I mean, we all saw this coming, right? I don't know. We didn't? I mean, I saw it careening very fast. I don't know if I saw it coming to this. Me, personally. Who Raise your hand if you saw Lindsay and Carl getting married. Actually getting married. I th- I can't see me, people. I'm raising my hand. I don't know. I'm not. <laughs> my hand's down. Yeah, mine too. I, I root. I root for love anytime, but I root for love. I, I don't think that was love. I think it was a version of love. I think they loved each other. I don't think it was partner chemistry. Build a life together, love. Where's the chemistry? Like I just felt <laughs> yeah. like they were, even though they're probably similar in age or around the same age. I felt like they're just two com- on two opposite sides of the spectrum personality wise so they were friends they make great friends i have had a very hard time buying off on them as a couple from the very beginning and i never really thought i saw them together in the long run either i think it was i think it was harder than they let on that carl was sober and Lindsay wasn't yeah yeah, I could see that playing a bit, especially because we see her on TV, when, like how she is when she gets drunk. Well, and it was all very fresh, too, right? Like it was within, I mean, he had just kind of maybe gone through a year of sobriety. I think he was regaining his sea legs in a lot of way in his life. He was trying to figure out his work. And then all of a sudden, like, oh, I think I might love my best friend. Uh, this love is propelling and moving at a really fast rate. We should get married. Uh, and then two years later or a year and a half later, he's still kind of picking up the pieces from a life that he was trying to figure out a few years ago. Yeah. I feel bad for Carl. Yeah. Even though he's the one who called it all. Do yeah. you? Yeah, he seems like a good dude. Do you feel bad for Carl more so than you feel for Lindsay or do you feel sympathy for Lindsay? I have to feel sympathy for Lindsay. You ha- you said that like <laughs> so would literally have a gun to your I head. That's to. how society has been these days. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh okay. You have to feel right, for the woman or your jackass. As le- let's pretend cancel culture is not listening. Three frings amongst us. Do you feel sympathy for Lindsay? Yeah, I do. Okay. Yeah. Um, anytime a relationship doesn't work out, it sucks. Sure. Why are you saying it like Nothing. that? I'm just saying it. I'm just saying it. I just feel bad for both of them. That sucks. Okay. It's, that was them. the most rehearsed version <laughs> of an answer, but He's we'll like, take it. like, let me get my note cards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everybody was consenting adults that entered into this relationship and they en- and exited consenting adults. I did not have sexual relations with that <laughs> yeah, woman. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Well, I have a little bit more Bravo news, but it's going to come at the end of the show. Oh, um, you tease. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So stick around. We're going to come back for a little tea time where we discuss the best dressed cast of 2023, 2024. Oh Not even of 2023, 2024, but I think best dressed reunion cast ever seen <laughs> as a group as a collective yeah for sure i dare you to find maybe this should be a competition that we incite 
Oh, I could see that. That could be fun. It's not that too far. That could be the March Madness. Right? Madness. Yeah. We don't There's so many different looks. So see- many yeah. different looks. Oh my God, he's- Wheels are turning. We'll be right back. Tea time. What are we sipping on? Did that make everyone uncomfortable? We are sipping on a little bit of southern tea tonight. Southern charm. Some of that sweet heat. Sweet heat. (laughs) That's funny. Honestly, I thought that was the name of the show for the longest. I know. It was actually when I was watching Southern Charm New Orleans. And I was at his house. I don't know why. I was at your apartment when we were dating. And for some reason, I was watching Southern Charm at your house. Um, yeah, that's, that's the start of a good thing right there. <laughs> they had that a New Orleans? Yeah, thing. they did. They had black people on that one. Yeah. Oh, oh it was good. I missed that one. Hmm. What Who were you- the main ones? Tamika and what was her husband's name? Fiance husband? Her husband. I don't know. Yeah, Tamika's husband. Tamika's husband. <laughs> what do you think do of? Oh, go ahead. Do y'all remember David? From Real World New Real Orleans. Real World, of course. What was my man's song? I'm going to Come on, be my baby tonight. Come on, be my baby tonight. Come on, be my baby tonight. I've seen the way you've treated other thugs you've been with. Come on, be my baby tonight. Other men you've been with. The thugs you've been with. Come on, be my baby tonight. Sorry, everyone. I'm so sorry. Yeah. That was the shit. The real ones know, though. They were sitting there humming mm-hmm. it with us. The real ones that watched MTV from, what would that have been, like 1998? 98, 1999, 97. Somewhere in there. To, Probably 99. Yeah, to, uh, let's say, to 2002. Two, yeah, 2003. Feels right. Yeah, that was our highlight. That was, that was our yesteryear. Yeah. Oh, God. Shout out to David. <laughs> David and... I think he changed his name to something weird, too. I mean, that was disrespect. Um, he changed his name. Yeah. Did he? To, oh, we watched, um, like, the 20-year reunion or something. Of Real like, World Nola. Yeah. Yeah, where they all came back living in the same house. I forgot his new name. Oh, my gosh. Star. No. Ew. It's something that was, like, inspired by Japanese Is he still culture. only wearing muscle tanks? That was his strict yeah, uniform. Remember, remember that? It was his strictly, his uniform was muscle tanks. Yeah. Damn. Okay, yeah, we're spending a lot of time on the world. Too much time on the real world. Okay, yeah, back to, um, where are these people from? Charleston? That's where our obsession with reality TV started, though. We can all thank the real world, whatever it was, whatever your first episode yeah. of real world was, that's where this all started. What were they that Mary Ellis Burnham are the people that (laughs) produced it? Like those people had a grip on our childhood souls in a way that like only are you afraid of the dark? I think ever had a grip on me before. We need to get them on the pod. (laughs) We need to get them on the pod. You know what, Mary Ellis Burnham? I would like to thank you for literally a decade's worth of time wasted on reality television. I now have a podcast and I continue to de- dedicate a chunk of my life <laughs> to it. Reality king or queen. I don't know which one that is. They're both of them. They were, there was a man and a, it was a male, female producing duo. 
Yeah, we're getting them on the pot. Yeah. What did you think of Southern Charm? Oh, okay. Fine, hard pivot. Jeez, back to hard Charleston. Pivot. Um, boring. Maybe it was boring because I didn't watch any of the season and I jumped straight to the reunion. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. From that outsider perspective, what did you see then? Um, this JT guy. Is that his name? Yep. Little, little baby. Yeah. Baby JT. Weird. Very mm. weird guy. Um, but he's meant for reality TV, even though he shouldn't be on, um, cause he's like cringeworthy anytime he talks, but he's like one of those people with the personality was like, you have to be on reality TV or you're such a weird guy. <laughs> <laughs> you're weird. We should put you on TV. Come yeah, here. pretty much. Cause you're weird. Um, I don't know who this girl is, but she had the heavies out. Leva. Leva. Jeez. She had the heavies. Heavies. <laughs> the husband walked up and he said, wow, she's got them heavies. And I said, okay. And he was like, um, what size is that? What size do you think that what is? What size do you think What size is? are you? I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> do we want to continue this conversation? Like, do we need to get into some? You want to keep going? Because you told me. Yeah. Your shit is crazy out there in the alphabet. Yeah. That was pre-baby. So who knows now? All right. Um, this uh, girl with the Ariana revenge dress. What's her name? Olivia. Olivia's pretty. Um... Don't know much about her. Okay. This girl right here. I understand why y'all said she was so pretty before. Like, even when I went to her Instagram uh, back when we talk, uh, first talked about it, this is I Madison. didn't get it. Yeah. She is pretty. Gorgeous. She's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, like, outside of the looks, not, none of She's the topics like really. Margot Robbie Barbie doll level pretty, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. And which one of these guys... Uh, what's she with? Guess. Don't tell me. Guess. Yeah, you guess. Don't tell me him. Mm-hmm. T- Woody. Woody? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I know. Austin. No one understands. You must L- got money. Well, they discuss it on the reunion. They literally go down That's the line. true. They do. They discuss <clears throat> basically, well, we'll get into it, but they- well, Let's get into it. We'll get into <laughs> it. So one of the topics we were going to talk about tonight is just how incestuous- this group is someone sleeping with someone. They've hooked up with someone. They've dated with someone, whether it's Austin and Madison, Olivia, Austin, Taylor, Austin, Shep, Taylor, JT wants Taylor, Rod wants Olivia. You name it. It is incestuous. That was a lot. Yeah. And it was all real. <laughs> like those are like past and future or past and present situations. And in that, you know, they kind of start going around the room. They're asking whether or not Shep can knows how to please a woman. Because and Taylor said he doesn't. Yeah. Which one's Taylor? Other His revenge dress. Former girlfriend oh. Taylor basically on television calls him out for not in a two year relationship, pleasing her less can't than a handful of times. I can't believe that. And uh, so, so basically, Shep gets called out as a lazy lover. And Austin, all the women that have been involved with him so far, both Olivia and Madison, confirm that there's a je ne sais quoi about <laughs> uh, Austin's lovemaking skills that really draw the ladies in and uh, keep them in. I mean, maybe the goofy dudes have like more swag when it comes to I don't think it's swag I think it's literally his a skill set an actual skill set with his body like it's not a swag thing they basically were like he knows how to I I guess 
<laughs> like it's not a, it's like okay. it was as confirmed by two out of the four women on the couch. I get it. Um, I guess y'all do like gossip and do word of mouth and like, oh damn, maybe I gotta try him out next. I guess that's how it works. <laughs> he's I, I he's don't getting know. play from word of mouth. As Shout confirmed. out to him. As confirmed. Literally he just sat there and was like, Well, <laughs> Yeah. And poor Shep was like, damn it. And yeah, Shep apparently is getting the rap for not being able to please a woman. But who saw that? Of course. Yeah. If anyone's going to be a selfish lover, it's it's Shep. If anyone asked me to guess who was the worst lover on that cast, it's Shep. Mm -hmm. Even if he is one of the best dressed. Well. Any other thoughts about what you saw? No, nothing stood out to me. Okay. Uh, Who's best dressed? Oh, was I, it I did see one girl call another girl C-word. Yeah, she did. That was crazy. That was crazy. She slayed. Honestly. Peacock is just. If y'all don't have Peacock, or if you're not watching, if you're not rewatching these reunions on Peacock, uncensored, extended, it's worth it. Yeah, oh I came goodness. in here. I was like, "Yo, we're not watching the same show. Mm -hmm. What's going <laughs> on? What are you watching? I was watching on the Bravo app. Nope, can't do it. No. Damn. Peacock. Yeah. So, so do you have any best dress? I mean, this was one of the best dress casts. We've seen at a reunion to date, but do you have any standouts? Yeah, uh, the girl in the middle, uh, named after water, Madison Lacroix. She might be best dress ever. <laughs> named yeah. after water. <laughs> no, no, but she looks great. Yeah, She's she looks definitely great. best dressed. How about do you walk away with any MVPs out of this group? Oh yes, uh, who's my girl right there? Called the other girl the C word. Olivia. Olivia. I like Olivia. Olivia was quiet this whole reunion. She was she had that shit bottled up. She was she had that C word waiting to yes, go. Yes, it was in the rafters. Yeah. I think that if somebody outed me for sleeping with Thomas Ravenel, I would also The C word be would be flowing <laughs> from my mouth for I sure. I would also. So, yeah. totally justified. But she was she was sitting there in the ready position as in her runner stance ready to go. I was waiting for her to talk the whole episode. Yeah. And then when she did, oh. Who would you take out for a drink after that? Either a congratulatory drink or an I'm sorry, man, that was a rough drink. Uh, uh, um, you know what? I'm going out with Shep. He needs a friend. But not a drink. Yeah. Well, well maybe a <laughs> coffee, a tea, something like maybe that. Maybe a beer. Yeah. <laughs> a light beer. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, he might be an asshole. I don't know much about him. But to to admit that you need your friends on national TV and and they weren't there for you, it, it takes balls. I kind of felt him. Yeah. Kind of sad. He needs a friend. No, I, I agree. I My heart kind of went out to Shep on this episode a little bit. It does. I, I can see why some people would be kind of annoyed with Shep because – he just runs, he's like on a hamster wheel, right? He's like on a 45 year old on a hamster wheel. He gets blackout drunk. He sleeps with a bunch of women. Sometimes when he's with a woman, when he like has a girlfriend um, over and over again. And that's kind of why Craig and Austin at the end, were like, we're not trying to do any of that with yeah. you. Although Austin like, okay, but Craig's a big boy now. Like I'm real proud of him. Um, but it was kind of sad and very, very vulnerable stance for Shep to be like, I messed up. I mess up a lot, but I really messed up. You know, he would like felt that shame. Um, you could see the shame. And yeah. I think that's, I mean, that's kind of the unfortunate part of, I think addiction is like, you're right. He is on this hamster wheel, 
where this is his world, this is the life that he's built, and he's running at this speed. And he has all of these people in his life that are telling him, hey, like, maybe you should get off the hamster wheel. Hey, you see how this hamster wheel is kind of dangerous for you. Maybe you should get off. And then all of a sudden he decides many years later that he's going to get off the hamster wheel. It's kind of hard to turn to sometimes to those people and be like, yeah, dude, we've been telling you that for a while. We've been trying to pull you out of that cycle and like all of a sudden you want to wake up to it doesn't obligate us to try and help you figure it out um I'm happy for you I wish the best for you you know and that's the unfortunate part I think about having either it's friends family being in a relationship with someone who's going through addiction is like some the obvious can be in front of all of your faces but until the person that's doing it is willing to accept that they are powerless to what's in front of them like it's not an obvious answer and then sometimes when it does become the obvious answer to you to them it's too far gone in many people's books so it's and it's heartbreaking to watch that well I think that's what we watched play out on television is like a man's admission to his own uh issues with alcohol but even deeper than that he feels like a severely flawed individual he spoke about feeling like an emptiness like he wasn't he had no legacy like he had nothing beyond being a fun feel-good time and even that was starting to wane and like what does that leave him with so like he's clearly used alcohol to mask something deeper and I think we watched an admission on a stage that like uh, someone who's clearly driven by ego, I think it was a lot to probably come out and say. And I hope that that's part of his healing journey. I hope that that is like part of what allows him to step up and go, either I need to take a step away from this machine or I need to give up drinking or I need to, whatever the next step is for health for him. Like maybe that was a first step. I don't know. I think it takes a lot to, I mean, they said that, he tried to get with Craig and Austin before that, like meet up, get, I was about to say get a drink, but you know, to talk about what happened at BravoCon and they declined to meet with him. But, um, I think to bring it up at the reunion, that's huge. Um, and Andy, I think handled that really well too. Like afterward, he did a nice job facilitating that discussion. I think he kept it as a safe space for Shep, but then also encouraged Shep to listen to other people in how their reactions were to this news and this information. Shep just seems like a very different person when he drinks. Yeah. Real mean. I've been around him when he's been drunk and he is a fool. He is a effing fool. Um, and clearly BravoCon, I would imagine that they said that he met Taylor's new boy boyfriend for the first time. I would imagine that threw him for a major loop. He was blackout all weekend, making an ass out of himself. Clearly. And that's driven him to a place where he was so embarrassed that he now has to make mega changes in his life. And my heart goes out to Taylor, too, because I imagine she was sitting on that couch and for two years, those were the words she wanted to hear. Those were the things that she begged and wanted and pleaded from the man in her life was, I will straighten my shit out. I will get myself together. I want to do this for you. I want to do this for us. I want a healthy relationship for us. And that didn't happen until after they get out of a relationship like that must have been hard to sit there and kind of listen to that because I guarantee you that's all she wanted well at the end of the season he said well what do you want to do get back together and she was like maybe 
Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah, that was the last episode. (sighs) So even like all season long, you could see that she was just like dying for his attention again and wanting to be with him again. I think that's what happens when you're in a deeply toxic relationship. You just want them to prove you wrong. You just want them to prove that it's your, what you guys have is worth getting through whatever toxic bullshit you're going through. But that's not a reality. No, you can't change people. Sad. But a lot of people stay in relationships for too long thinking that somebody's going to change. Yeah. I've been here a couple of years now thinking you can cook. <laughs> I don't know why you think that. <laughs> that that I will be able to. I can't tell you how many things I burned this week alone. Yeah. I try. What do you <sighs> think about Shep's admission? What was your reaction to it? I felt him. That's why I say he needs a friend. Um, when you're alienated like that and you still have to be around those people to do your job, that's got to be uh, it's got to be a bad place to be in. Like, who do you talk to in that situation? Yeah. Who would actually he, care? That's what he said, too. He was like, I needed you guys because you're the only ones who understand my reality is what he said. He's like, you're on the show with me. Like, you're the only ones who I can really talk to about the shit that we deal with here or like what it's like. And so I did feel that for him, too. But he is a dick. But he's a d- that's the thing <laughs> is like he is a dick. He's treated each and one of each one of those people poorly in or outside of his addiction, right? He has treated each and one of those people poorly at some point. Madison, he called her white trash. He treated cheated on Cha- Taylor. He used to make fun and poke fun of Craig all the time, basically calling him poor. Like he, he's been a dick to each and every one of them, so it does make it hard. Like even if it was through the mask of alcohol or whatever, like it makes it hard to forgive a guy who's generally an asshole. And everyone else is growing up for the most part, and he's staying in the same place. Yeah. Gotta leave some people behind. And Shep, I hate to break it to you. You were the one that's getting left behind. (laughs) Like, his fear is becoming a reality. Damn. Shout out to Shep. Shout out to Shep. Did you just find like a newfound brotherhood with a man? Brothood. (laughs) Brothood man. The Utes and them. The Utes. (laughs) The Utes. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Well, you know what I was kind of taken aback on this, pivoting slightly, but not entirely, was a bit of like the women jumping in on the misogyny. Oh. Talk about it. It, You preach. You tell me. You're the one who was telling me all about it. Girl, I don't know. I don't know. You got to say it. Do I? That's your clique. He's your folks. <laughs> well, there seemed to be a lot of kind of like almost slut shaming of Taylor. That first, it was around sitting there and saying, well, if she hadn't gotten with Shep first, would she have slept with you or would she have slept with you or would she have slept with you first, right? They were like exploiting her. The, the crazy part about that is Andy asked the women. She was like, uh, he was like, what do you think about that statement? Do you think um, Taylor would have got with, um, what's his name? Austin. Austin, if she didn't get with. Shep. Shep first. And the ladies were like, yeah. The fuck? What you're saying is because she would have fucked this guy if she didn't fuck this guy first? Yeah. Come on, man. That's what I'm saying. It's basically slut-shaming her and making it seem like, well, no matter what would have happened that night, she she was sleeping with one of you. Yeah, she was busting that thing open for one of y'all. I do think that 
the way that they, that side of the couch, sees Taylor, besides Vanita, because Vanita doesn't fuck with Taylor either, is because of what all has gone down and how, like, weird and lying she has been about the whole Austin situation. I bet if this was last year and she was maybe still with Shep, I don't know. I think we saw, like, a much, like, more angelic, cleaner The women had their claws out for Taylor on this one because they felt like she was disrespectful in a multitude of ways and they weren't standing for it. It still doesn't make it right for you to call her basically a trampoline and <laughs> Shep was able to, and Shep was able to jump on her first. Yeah. Like that was that was what they were saying. Yeah. And yeah, so I that combined with like them all in I was a little disappointed. Like I get Levo was sitting there and calling Taylor out and being like you're lying. Like I saw the messages, but I was a little unimpressed to be honest with her kind of like literally reading out the messages and kind of going, it's kind of like, leave the girl alone. Like she clearly made a bad choice sending a nude to her ex-boyfriend's friend. That is a to bad Whitney. choice to Whitney. That is oh. a, that's a, that's a dude. Yeah. yeah. He's a 55 year old man. Yeah. It was a bad choice, but like you also don't need to sit there and like line item out why it was a bad choice in front of like, okay. She's like, yeah. I think the line iteming was because Taylor was lying. I get it. I get it, but it still felt a little bit like they were trying to corner her and slut shame her. Again. I mean, they probably were. They were they were pissed at her, <laughs> you know. Like I was just uh, a little unimpressed with the women yeah. and jumping onto the misogyny train. Yeah, I get you. Any other topic, I could see it, but that in particular, it being a nude photo, like this, you know, let that shit slide. If she wants to lie, let her lie about it. Well, and not to mention exactly. that it was gross Who that it was gross that Whitney showed everybody. Well, and I think Craig points that back out is like, stop putting the nude photo back on Taylor, put it. Yes. She sent it. Yes. It was inappropriate. Yes. It was particularly inappropriate that it's to her ex's friend, but that guy's now the one going around showing it to everybody and no one's calling blame on him. Mm -mm -mm. And Whitney doesn't even show up to the reunions to catch the heat for it. Unimpressed. Agreed. Well, what about the hot, hot, hot secret that spills at the very end? Oh, Ugh. what secret? What happened? Were you watching? What happened? I missed it. What happened? <laughs> what happened? I missed it. About, well, it's not a secret. Thomas Ravenel preys on younger women, but we found out that Olivia fell prey to Thomas Ravenel in her early 20s, sleeping with him, and Taylor ultimately used this fact to throw it back at her to say, well, I mean, forgive as you would wish to be forgiven, and, well... I, we all should be praying for Taylor because the girl slept with Thomas Ravenel. Why would anyone bring that up? Mm, that's just mean. I mean, we all got some bodies we wish we could take back. Sure, sure, yes. So, like, you can't shame nobody on that shit. No. But she was trying to throw Taylor's secret out there in an attempt to make what she did not so shitty, even though it's not the same thing. So... Taylor hooked up with her friends, her ex's friend and her friend's ex, right? And she's saying that Olivia hooking up with T-Rav was the same thing. It's a red herring. I took logic in college. I didn't pass the first time, but I passed the second time. And it's it's the red herring argument. Like it's trying to throw a distraction over here and equating it. Or maybe it's a non-equivalency. I don't know. Again, I failed the first time. But it's, it is a, it's an unfair logic. Yes, absolutely. 
And we talked about this last week, and I don't remember why, but about when you're friends with somebody and you share a secret, even if you are not friends later, that shouldn't come out later as well. No, like it's no. blackmail. If you if you are told a secret, and at the time of the secret telling, you are in a what you would consider unbreakable bond type of friendship, but unfortunately that bond does fracture at a later date. Those promises are like locked in a vault, right? You, I don't care unless someone murdered somebody's mother or like, I don't know, there's a couple of crimes you might be able to whip out some secrets on, but like, that's no, that, it, that stuff is till death. And Taylor or Olivia said, like, Taylor, you're the only person I ever told about that. You know, whether or not that's yeah. true, let's pretend it is. You're bringing that up right now? On television. Yeah. Oof. For the first time ever. And you're going to try to accuse me that not only did I sleep with this old man, gross, Ugh. creepy, and something I'm not proud of, but then you're going to try to draw illusions that I did so when he was also sleeping with another younger woman and having children with her. Like, stop trying to draw the, she's just trying to draw the heat and ire away from her. Not working. Have you ever told a secret that you were supposed to take to the grave? Has there ever been anything that you like whipped out and you were like, oof, that one was the wrong choice? No, I don't, I don't, I don't tell secrets. I believe that. I, I probably have. I have, have a lot of them myself. I don't remember a what it was. I remember saying yes. something. <laughs> <laughs> To my old, uh, about my older, I do not remember it, but I remember like letting a secret out of my older sisters to someone and the look that she gave me was like, I will kill you. I, I will, you are <laughs> never forgiven. That will not you. I will never forgive you for that. And I do not remember what it was. This was many decades ago, but that's the only like moment I think that I remember saying something and immediately being like, Ooh, line crossed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, this is not the same. But I was like the mouth of the South in fifth grade. I believe that. Couldn't hold a secret no. to save my life No, as a 10-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I don't know. I mean, I don't know if I have. Mouth of the South. Mm -hmm. That ev ev like evokes so many other thoughts besides being a gossipy 10-year-old. But anyways. <laughs> so many jokes I can't make. I know. Me too. I mean, she's the mother of a child. I mean, I could. Your child. I was 10. <laughs> I mean. I don't have my notes. So. Yeah. Uh, St. Andy. Oh, we got one this week? We got a St. Andy. So I told you that I was withholding some Bravo news from the beginning of the show. Mm. Do you remember Sam and Do Cole? you remember? Oh. <sighs> da, 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 sin, sin, sin. oh wow. You sound like you were singing the Taylor version. Wow. What did, what the Taylor version? <laughs> no. No, I'm kidding. Do you remember Sam and Corey from Summer House, Winter House? How could we forget? They were a couple. They met on Summer House. And then. Talk about a situationship that became a relationship. Yes. That is what all the girlies are looking for. A forced relationship on Winter House when she basically was like, what are we? Because he was being a dick. Um, so anyway, they were dating for about a year and they have since broken up, which we knew would happen when the Winter House reunion aired because things were oddly tense. It became very clear that trust was an issue in the relationship. Yeah. So Sam went on the Not Skinny But Not Fat podcast and talked about this relationship and this breakup and essentially said, we broke up not because I didn't love him, but because he didn't love me. 
They had been dating for about a year. She told him she loved him. He never said it back. Um, he, they were official, but he was still acting like they kind of weren't like he wasn't cheating or anything, but he wasn't making like hanging with her a priority communication, not a priority. The holidays came and went nothing. Um, and so she finally was like, what am I doing? And so for that, for the realization, yes, our girl, girl gets the St. Andy ward. Cause that's hard to do. Getting out of a situation ship is harder than getting into it. Especially so. when you want it. You're like, I want this to be the person, yeah. right? Yep. And you know that girl, she do wanted I that. Know it. So she gets our St. Andy this week. Girl power. All right, Sam. As JT was, is, uh, attempting to do on the reunion. It's a fuckboy boy exorcism. This dude is so cringy. (laughs) What are we talking about? Well, you know what? If there was ever anybody that needed a fuckboy exorcism, it's the one that showed up in a crop top suit to BravoCon. Amen. And a pearl necklace. It's a man that I'm describing. Is it Bad Bunny? (laughs) Bad Bunny, bad, bad. Stole it from his closet. (laughs) Go, Sam, go. Go, Sam, go. I don't know you, but congrats. There we go. There we go. Also beautiful. Very beautiful girl. Oh, work? Yeah. I have a proposition to make for next week. Can we watch Traitors? The Traitors. Oh, are we going off? There's so many. Kind of. There's so many Bravo lebs on The Traitors this time. You know what? I haven't watched. I mean, it's kind of like going back. What are the competition series that they had for MTV? Road Rules? The Challenge. Like the Challenge, right? Yeah. I could dig it. Yeah. I mean, am I watching this instead of Married to Medicine or in addition to? For now, instead of. Okay, you got my vote. Okay, we're watching The Traitors. Okay. (laughs) Doesn't just an hour before we pod, he's like, what do I have to watch? Every time. (laughs) But he does it, y'all. He does it for the pod. Almost didn't make it this time. I know. Watching that damn reunion. (laughs) On the wrong uh, platform. Extended, uncensored, y'all. Yeah, you gotta get the C-U-N-T's in there. You gotta get the cock, y'all. Yep. On that note, (laughs) feels like it's time to head out. We'll see you next week. Bye. Boy, it's Bravo.